All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Radio Dakar. I'm your host, Doug Brooks, and this is a very special episode. Uh, mostly, I will be talking about the adventures that Little Han and I had at Fanboy Expo this past weekend, but this is also the Radio Dakar first anniversary show. Uh, it was a year ago today that I did my first episode, and here we are. Uh, it is it's been a crazy year. There has been a lot happening. I'll, I'll reflect on that in a little bit. Um, but today is about Fanboy Expo and what we learned from meeting people from the Emmy and Saturn nominated show Star Wars Resistance. Uh, yeah, I got to start with that because that is just totally cool that it happened. Um, Resistance, uh, it was just announced, was nominated for uh, Best uh, Animated Show for the Saturn Awards and Best uh, Children's Television Show at the Emmys. Uh, congratulations to everybody. That is that is incredible news. And it's well-deserved because if you've listened to my show, you know how much I love it, how much little Han loves it. it it's just been a tremendous show. And going back as far as uh, the platform classic episode. I could tell this was going to be something special and uh, just the work they put into it. Uh, it's not just, it's a very good kid show and it's not just a kid show. Um, it's, it's got something for everybody, but it's got something that the kids can take out of it. Uh, they can enjoy it because of how colorful and action-packed it is, but it also has some important messages and has a lasting impression on, the, on them. And that was so evident to me this weekend with uh, getting to share that with my son as he met people from the show. Uh, and I've got lots to talk about about that. So congratulations to everybody. It is well-deserved. Um, much more success to you as the seasons progress. Uh, yeah, just very cool news. I'm happy for, for everybody. Also, um, recently I uh, did my first guest appearance on another podcast. Uh, I joined Peter and Josh on Jam Transmissions, episode 33. Had a lot of fun. Th that was a great episode. Um, they had me on to preview Fanboy Expo. And also, we talked about uh, Resistance a lot, of course. And uh, they do uh, segments called Comlink Chatter, where uh, People send in voicemails and bring up topics. Uh, so we, we had a lot of fun with that. Uh, we talked about our own headcanon. We talked about our favorite Star Wars parodies. Uh, please check that out. Um, they are um, on Twitter and Instagram at JTComlink. Uh, just look up Jam Transmissions on iTunes and other platforms. Uh, you should be able to find them. Episode 33. I uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, those are great people there. And I hope, hope to be on again. hope to have them on this show at some point. Um, but yeah, that was, that was great. Uh, so please check that out. Um, as of the re this recording, people are heading towards San Diego for San Diego Comic-Con. Hopefully there'll be some good Star Wars news to come out of it. Um, you know, this time last year, we did not get any resistance news. Uh, we had to wait for the trailer to come out in September. Um, maybe we'll get some resistance news. There should be some toy news, um, publishing, I'll try to summarize everything, maybe do an emergency broadcast, 15, 20 minutes. Um, just kind of see what all came in. I have to, I have to work a lot the next couple of days. So 
Um, I'm going to miss like panels and all that. So I'll just try to summarize the news for everybody. Hopefully we get some cool stuff and I'll retweet. Uh, but let's move on to the main part of this episode, which is Fanboy Expo here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And needless to say, we had a great time. Uh, Fanboy Expo has been going on uh, for a few years. Uh, the first time I went and took Little Han was uh, 2014. Uh, I, I've talked about it before, but we met Sean Astin. We met Jonathan Frakes. We met John Wesley Shipp. Uh, they always have great celebrities. There's plenty of vendors, a lot of fun. Uh, but they really went all out uh, this year. Uh, it's at the Knoxville World's Fair site, which if you've seen The Simpsons, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, uh, we had we hosted the 1982 World's Fair. And uh, part of being there this weekend was getting to tell little Han about the history because I was five when that happened. And, and the only thing left is the Sun Sphere, which, uh, of course, you know, they... Uh, we can knocked all knocked over and all the wigs fell out onto the rent rental car uh, in the Simpsons. Uh, yeah. The, the, the sun sphere is still there has an observation deck. Uh, there's a restaurant up there. Uh, no wigs as far as I know, but you never know. <laughs> but yeah, the, the sun sphere is there. Uh, actually, I, I didn't realize it until this weekend, but the Rubik's cube, the gigantic Rubik's cube that the Hungarians provided for the fair is still there. It's in uh, the Tennessean hotel across the street. Uh, so we saw that. Uh, so there's your point of reference. So it's at the world's fair site there. It's a relatively new convention center that they built there. And they've, as long as I've been going there, they've had fanboy expo at the convention center. Uh, but this year they actually used one of the old world's fair exhibition halls. Um, it's all on the same plaza so we didn't have to cross the street or anything we just connected over at the world's fair park um so there, there was plenty there they had lots of food trucks uh so we could have lunch and get uh, shaved ice when everything was over uh just a great experience um kudos to the organizers of the fanboy expo for doing a great thing and what i'm going to do is uh, do a, a segment with little Han so he can talk about uh, all the things he enjoyed. And then I will come back on by myself and do some clarification uh, uh, and talk about uh, all the fun we had. And uh, there was a star Wars resistance Q and a panel. Um, I posted the, I, I transcribed it as best I could. You know, I abbreviated some answers. Uh, I, I put that on Twitter in a big thread. So you, you can refer to that for specific answers and things like that to the questions. Uh, I'm going to do a broad summary, uh, talk about what they talked about for resistance specifically um, during uh, the latter part of this podcast. So I'm going to turn it over to little Han for a little bit, and then I'll come back and talk about um, all the fun we had at Fanboy Expo. And now I'm going to bring on my co-host, little Han. Say hi to everybody. Hey. So, we had Fanboy Expo on Saturday. Did you have fun? Yeah. All right, so tell everybody what your favorite parts were. Um, my favorite parts were meeting Cass and Zeb, and you know what was on the picture? It said, um, Han, Chopper is the worst cat I ever kicked. Curbside. <laughs> Curbside? Do you mean Carabast? <laughs> Curbside's pretty funny too. Yeah, curbside. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, Steve, you met Steve. Blo yeah, you met Christopher Sean, and he plays Cass. And then you met Steve Bloom, who plays Zeb. And uh, they were they both made, uh, wrote autographs for you on uh, pictures. Yeah. And 
yeah, you got this big poster of Zeb now, and it's got a he <laughs> got a message to you uh, from Steve Bloom. So that was really cool. Then we got another Steve Bloom that says uh, Han. Something or whatever, whatever. Yeah, it turns out he also played Wolverine from X-Men, and he gave you an extra picture where he signed that one, too. I thought that was pretty cool. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, who else did you see? Uh, Tor... Tam. Tam? Yeah, you Not Torov. No. Hopefully we'll get to meet Tora one day. Yeah, one day. Yeah, she's really cool. Um, then but, I met, um... The guy who designed um, the Death Star we, and we the sure X-Wings did, yeah. and the TIE Fighters. That's right. His name is Colin Cantwell, and he was there, and we got to see pictures of all the original... Why is he so old? Well, <laughs> that's not nice. Uh, that was a long time ago. They made that movie. He, he designed all that stuff over 40 years ago, longer than I've been alive. Um, but he, he was very nice. How old are you? I'm 42. Star Wars is as old as me. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they made, they worked on that movie like forty four years ago because they had to get it ready to so just to make two more years. Yeah, they were making that movie before I was born, and Colin Cantwell was a big part of that. He was used the uh, Ralph McQuarrie designs and made uh, scale models of what they were going to use. So we got to see pictures of what the Death Star originally looked like, uh, the Tie Fighters, the X Wings. Yeah, <clears throat> it was all pretty. And I cool. got my pen. You got your pen. Um, so, and then, yes, we did meet Susan McGrath, who plays Tam. And um, who, who else did we meet? you remember her name? Uh, Who'd she play on Rebels? Remember? Sabine? No, we didn't meet Sabine. Governor. Price. Governor Price, yeah. <clears throat> and also, do you remember who she is on Resistance? Freya? Yeah, she's Red Ace. She's one of the aces. <clears throat> Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. And <clears throat> they were all so happy to meet you. And who did you have that they loved seeing? Uh, who, who, who came with us? And Bitey! Bitey! Yes, everybody was so happy to see Bitey. <coughs> yep. I'm little here. Yes, Bitey was a lot of fun. So, yeah, we met all of them. And we met one more person. Who Remember who that was? Over in the other room. Han. No, you're Han. Uh, who, who did you meet um, in the other line? And she talked to you. And... I don't remember. She was Lego. Maz. <laughs> Maz. We met Lego Maz. Gray Griffin, and she was also Nare on the Freemaker Adventures. Um, but what was really cool, um, you know, she had all those pictures on the table of other characters she's played. She's done a lot of different characters, and. She knew that you loved Moz so much that she went in her box and she found a Moz picture and signed that one. And that was totally awesome. Uh, that was very nice of her. Uh, yeah, it was. So, you got to meet all of them. And, and they were... Uh, <clears throat> and... We only got, like, a Torah picture, right? We do have a Torah picture, yes. She was nice enough to send us a picture after, uh, when I sent her the Torah action figure. That way she's got... And we have, like, Star Wars things on our show. It took us about... Probably an hour and a half to build um, Major Von Red's fighter. Uh huh. Yeah, we've got the Lego Major Von Red fighter and the Lego Black Ace. Yeah. Yeah. They need. We need more Legos. We need more Resistance Legos, don't we? Yeah. But we 
have cats, Leia. Yeah, we got a wait. I've and poo poo. What? <laughs> you being silly. And what? cheetah pup duck. <laughs> you are a silly man. We're we're talking about Star Wars right now, anyway. So, but yes, uh, yeah. And Star Wars. Okay. But, and Dead Star and Dubbos. But Christopher Sean, yes, he signed a Kaz figure too. So it's right next to the one that Lex Lang signed of Major Von Rag. So we've got a nice little shelf started here with all the all the autographs and everything that we've gotten. Can I see Major Von Rag? It's right there. See? It's right next to Kaz, uh, between Kaz and Leia. So we've got so many nice things that you know, these people are so nice to have come to Knoxville, to our town. And for and us. And we got Wampa? We got Wampa, yes, our, our cat Wampa. But, no, that is really cool that they came here and we had a chance to tell them how much we love their work in Star Wars. And I think they really appreciated that. And they talked for about less than 40 minutes. But we, we, yes, we had that 40-minute Q&A panel that was really cool. And, and yeah, we got and to, you know <clears> what? What? When I um, just met with Christopher Sean, um, I threw Bidey at him. Uh, yeah, Bidey, yes, Bidey did jump into... Christopher Sean's arms. Uh, he was he was kind of wild. I think he was glad. I think he was glad to see him again. Because remember they had that great episode where they had to get off the freighter together before it blew up. Remember that yeah. one? Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. He liked he liked seeing Bitey. Now, I think that made him laugh. And all right, so we had the Q and A, um, and we we got to find out some cool stuff and about them. Then about, I got to um, buy a chili cookie. Yes, uh, that was and really cool. Cookie? Yeah, there, one of the vendors there is. And a, I was Han, and I found a chewy cookie. That's right, you're Han, and you found a chewy cookie. Yeah, one of the uh, vendors was a local um, uh, cookie shop, and they had, uh, yeah, hi Wampa, and they had all sorts of sweets, and yeah, they had. She had one that looked like a chewy, and so yeah, we got that. It was one. a heart chewy. It was a heart chewy. Yeah, I got that one, and I got a crown. So yeah, we, we had some nice little treats. And uh, oh, there was food trucks. What? 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 Yeah. What? What'd you get? Kona ice. Kona ice. Oh, that was yeah. You you did every flavor, didn't you? Remember yeah. what? Remember what that's called when you get every flavor? Rainbow. Ice. It, it, it is rainbow. Yes, it's called a suicide. A suicide. What's so a suicide? That's where you get every flavor. Like yeah, you they gave you the shaved ice and then you went and got every flavor in it. It was two times. Yeah, it was really colorful and looked really cool. And then um, there was another, there was more food trucks. Uh, we had lunch. You had a hot dog and uh, some strawberry shortcake for, and a big sweet tea. And at home, I even had a, like a cheesecake dip with pretzels. Yes, that was lunch. That was your snack just now. So. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So we had food truck, and then um, we Is see. Is Major Von Rig in there? No, you've got the Major Von Rig Lego. I, I we put together the ships, and they're on the shelf. But you get to play with the figures. That was the deal. So I don't know where Major Von Rag is. You need to find him. No, I got Major <laughs> Von Rag like hiding somewhere. He's hiding somewhere. Yeah. Okay. We, we were playing hide and seek about a year ago, and I can't find him. Oh man, he's he's sneaky like that. Yeah. Uh, let me see. So we talked about um, the panel and um, oh, and think like you were dressed. You were Han, of course. Um, who else did you see? Uh, like people in costume. Who else? Uh, there was a lot of people. Uh, other characters. Han. You saw another Han, yeah. And who else? A little Captain America. Whoa. Saw Captain America, yeah. Um, let's see, we saw Iron Man. Yeah. And Captain Hook. You fought Captain Hook. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're a better but swordsman. But then I won the battle for you. Yeah, you, you, you are a great swordsman. You beat me, you beat Captain Hook, 
Um, let's see who else we saw. We saw Spider Man, and you saw Chewie. Chewie. You saw Chewie. Yeah, yeah. You saw. Chewie. Uh, you saw several. You, yeah, you saw several Spider Man. They must have come from the Spider Verse. And um, I, I liked. Uh, there was a lot of Scoops Ahoy employees there. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Maybe he might. He had his mask on, so you might have seen him. Uh, let's see. Who else did we see that was really cool? Um, man, Ray. We saw Ray. Yeah, we saw Ray. And um, yeah, yes, we had more than one Ray. Uh, yeah, you got your picture with Ray in the in the Falcon. And then Doctor Afro was there. Then we saw and... the Falcon. We saw the Falcon, yeah. Not a real Falcon. Right, and the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ghostbusters were yeah, there. Yeah, Ghostbusters. That's were. right. Yeah. Are there one of them? And I saw a popcorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, his name's Lewis. He 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 was carrying around a uh, thing of popcorn when he was possessed by by a demon. Then I saw um, so I saw um, Hoss, those little muffins, and I and I asked my dad for um, muffins. I want a muffin right now. You want a muffin right now? Well, let's finish talking and you can go get... You already had muffins. What are you talking about? Oh, well, we'll talk for just a few more minutes and you can go play. But we got to talk... I want a muffin. Well, you just had a snack, dude. No, I want a muffin. Well, no. First of all, you got to tell everybody about um, all the play we got to do. Um, uh, you know, when we were... Like, before we got the, before we got like the autographs. There a, a yeah. Death Star thing where you try to shoot the troopers. Yeah, you got to... Yeah, we, we donated money to the Children's Hospital, and you got to shoot uh, Nerf guns at uh, the TIE Fighter pilot and a Stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah, and we were on the Death Star doing that. And then BB-8 was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I get to control the BB-8. Woo! Woo! That was pretty cool. And let me see. R2 was there. He talked yeah. to you. R2 mm-hmm. talked to you. And and who is that? Who's that new droid you got to meet? Remember what I told you his name was? A little one? No, BB-8's friend. Uh, did I tell you who who that was? Ray. Well, Ray, Ray's BB-8's friend. Yeah. But Finn? that but that little droid uh, looked like a had a little wheel and a cone on the on the desk there. Um, uh, Dio. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh. Ice cream cone with a wheel. <laughs> That's what it kind of looks like. His name's Dio. You'll see him in the Rise of Skywalker. And we see. Oh, what happened? What happened to you and Bitey? Where'd you guys wind up? <laughs> a prison. In, in prison, yeah. They, they put you in Imperial prison, so you and Bitey had to sneak out. That was pretty. That was pretty wild. Yeah, lots of storm. Can you not believe I got sneaked out? Well, well you had Bitey chew through the train, uh, the, through the chains. That was a good idea. Um, so that was really cool, and uh, saw some Mandalorians. Lots of those. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that gives me nightmares. Oh, no. The Mandalorians, yeah. Um, so, and that, that's about it. What What else um, happened? That, uh, did you have a good day? I think you did. You had a lot of money. Time. But you spent your money. What did you spend your money on? Uh, house? Not a house. <laughs> what, what did you, you... You had your allowance money, and what, what did you uh, go spend it on from that one guy? Uh, what did you buy? House. House. It was Han and Chewie. <laughs> Lego. <laughs> Lego. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lots of lots of cool vendors and there. I got them right here. You got them right there. Okay, you go find them. Um, but yeah. Um, right here. Okay, let me see. Oh, cool. Hey, Han. Uh, that's Anakin, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's sure that's the cool thing about. Th- oh no. 
that's the cool thing about these conventions. Uh, there, there's so many vendors this year, and they were selling lots of lots of old toys and everything. And uh, honestly, every time he was like, "Oh, I want to get that," it's like it was like old Kenner Star Wars figures and uh, Power of the Force stuff. He fell. Okay. Um, every time he wanted to buy it, I just told him we'd go to my go to his grandpa's and get it because Dad still has and all I my stuff. You're getting silly. So anyway, but but yeah, there was one vendor who had individual Star Wars Lego figures. So you spent your money on those, and you bought some cool ones. You got C-3PO and R2D2 and Chewie and Han and Anakin, and did you get a Royal Guard. Yeah. Yeah. Three PO too. I said three PO. Oh. So yeah. Um, so I am so glad you had a good time, buddy. I had a great time with you. <laughs> and the people from Star Wars liked meeting you. <laughs> All right, you you go play. <laughs> All right. All right. So, oh, you found Bidey? Okay. Bidey had a good time, too. All right. Well, you and Bidey can tell everybody goodbye for now, okay? All right. And Bye. <laughs> Bye, little. <laughs> All right. Bye, little Han and Bidey. We'll see you later. Hey, guys. This is Christopher Sean, a.k.a. Kazutaziono, and you are listening to Radio Dakar. All right, so thank you to Little Han for his reflections. Uh, he, he had a great time. Uh, <laughs> he had so much energy all day. And uh, with a, I was told later about how full of life he was. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll get it more into that. Uh, just kind of run through the day. Now, as I mentioned, they had two halls set up for Fanboy Expo this year, which was great. Uh, the main hall at the convention center was the big celebrities at Carrie Elway's. They had Paul Rubens, uh, a lot of wrestlers. Um, let me see the two surviving members of the monkeys were there. Uh, Jody Benson, the little mermaid, uh, a lot of people. So they had the bigger booths set up for them. And one uh, star Wars guest that I'll get to the rest of it was, vendor space and there were lots of vendors out this year uh, as I, as we he and i talked about you know they had a uh, local cookie vendor so we bought some snacks from her and uh, the one where um yeah he, his granddad had given him uh, 20 dollars, like grandparents do so i told him all right you can bring it with you and um, spend it on whatever you want to get and uh, you know he wanted to get some older star wars toys i'm like dude i have those in storage I, I, we'll find them uh, but yeah, there was this one guy, he was selling uh, loose, new um, Lego minifigs of Star Wars characters, and he had Avengers and other stuff too. And, and that's the thing about Star Wars Lego. If you want certain figures, you might have to pay a whole bunch for whatever set they came in. So this was really cool. He had been wanting, he's, he's got Luke and Leia and uh, Chopper and, you know, Kaz and Major Von Rag from when we bought those sets. But he had been wanting other ones. And so he used his own money. Uh, they had a three for t uh, three for ten special. So he, I told him, if you want to get six and spend all your money here, that's cool. So he got Han and Chewie and R2 and 3PO and Anakin and a Royal Guard. So he was very happy with his purchase. He got to play with them while we were waiting for the, the panel to start. Um, but yeah, lot, lots of cool vendors. Um, they, yeah, they, they had just tons of space this year. But then over in the World's Fair Hall, that's where they set up uh, like the other voice actors. And who else was down there? Um, uh, Dennis Lawson, Wedge, was there. Uh, we did not meet him. And 
uh, they also had cars on display. They had the Batmobile, the 89 Batmobile. They had the Ghostbusters uh, car. Uh, and the Ghostbusters were there, yes, uh, like we talked about. And other vendors. Um, but the, the cool thing was there was a Star Wars interactive play area set up. And uh, there were member of the members of the 501st were there. I think from uh, I think they're based out of Kentucky, but it, it's just as I talked about with um, Peter and Josh. You know, Kentucky's just up I-75 from here, uh, so uh, it was you know great of them to come down. They also came down for the Fanboy Expo Blast Off event that was in February that Little Han and I talked about on my review of the New Trooper, uh, the Resistance episode. If you want to go back and listen to that. So they were there. Uh, the garrison was there in full costume. And uh, there's uh, some droid builders that were there. So we had a full-size R2 that came around and talked to us. And uh, he uh, posted the video on Instagram, but Lil Han got to play with the remote control BB-8. And um, there's a mouse droid. I assume it was Cheese from the Star Wars show. And we got to meet Dio from The Rise of Skywalker. He, he was on the table. We got to see him. Lil Han got to get a close-up view. Uh, the Mandalorian mercs were there. Uh, some real, they, they, their armor is impressive. Um, there was this one lady who was playing like an older Sabine, and she had a really cool outfit. Um, I, need, I need to post more pictures of them. Uh, also, um, i got to give her a shout-out. Uh, there's an Afro cosplayer who I first met in February at the um, Fanboy Expo Blastoff when they coincided with our hockey game. And, you know, back then I... I was like, oh, cool, somebody's playing Afra. So I you know, went up to her and said, hey, I love Afra. Can we get your picture, please? And so she had, she had a picture with Lil Han, and we saw her again. And uh, she recognized us. I said, you know, can we get a picture again? And, she's, and she, she told us um, how much that meant to her because she had only started doing, uh, joined her, her garrison of the 501st in January. So that was her first event Uh in cosplay, and she was just so grateful that somebody recognized her and came up and wanted a picture, and that um, Han was, you know, in, he was like, "Hey, um, the Darth Vader's over there. You better watch out." And she's like, "Oh, okay, we're in good terms, you know, uh, if you've read the comics." Uh, but th th that was just totally cool that we, you know, because we recognized her and wanted to interact with her, that that, that had an influence on her, and, and so that that was great, uh, you know, um, that it meant so much to both parties. And then she um, actually changed and was uh, Jedi training Ray at the, uh, later in the day. So uh, we got a picture with her. And then there, there's a, another gentleman uh, dressed as Han. So both Hans were in the cockpit of the Falcon. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, that, that area was great for all the, the costumers. Uh, Count Dooku was there. Uh, Chewie, yeah, uh, like it was a full-sized eight-foot Chewie costume with, I think, animatronic legs um so han and chewie got to see each other uh, but uh, the cool thing and i'll get into it more later they had games set up uh, like you could shoot at uh, some of the members of the 501st with nerf guns and um they had like you know throw fo throw a football uh through um through the hole and get a prize sort of thing and they had a uh, like a raffle uh, they were, I think they gave away the Dio uh, to whoever could guess how many uh, Lego pieces were in this uh, Hoth diorama. But uh, you made a, don a donation to play and do all these games, and the donations went to East Tennessee Children's Hospital, which is the reason that the Resistance um, actors were here. 
So uh, like I said, I'll get into that more later. So it all went to a great cause. And Lil Hun had a lot of fun. And there were this other play areas um, where they had like, you know, foam swords so they could, uh, we, we had a duel and then Captain Hook showed up and he had a duel with Han. Uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, that, we, we hung around that hall most of the day, uh, especially because, um, you know, the actors were on a schedule as far as the autographs. So we had time just to hang out and um, just play. And it, it was, it was so fun. Um, you know, Han enjoyed it. He got to work off some energy. Um, but then uh, the time came to meet some people and it was totally awesome. Uh, the, the first person we got to meet uh, during the day and you know, Han and I talked about it was Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. And uh, she just has an impressive resume. If you ever look her up, uh, she mostly does voice directing. Now she's actually the voice director on resistance. Um, but you know, she, and as she, um, well, skipping ahead, but as she told us in the panel, she was asked to play Freya on Resistance, the Red Ace. Um, but, you know, most people know her as Governor Price on Rebels. Um, but she, she, she's done so much work over the years. Uh, really impressive. And uh, she, she, she was, as soon as she's great with kids, as uh, you know, Han wa- walked right up to her and uh, she, she obviously knew he liked Star Wars. So she started talking like Governor Price immediately, just went right into voice. And that was, that was just totally cool. And then she slipped into Freya and told her we liked Resistance. And and that's when she noticed Bitey. Um, if I have not mentioned it on the show, uh, it's actually Peter and his wife Eden from Jam Transmissions. They were at Celebration. And they were so nice enough to pick up an extra Bitey for us and uh, send it down to us. Um, so... Uh, Bitey has been part of the household for a while, and of course, it's resistance. He had to go with us, uh, and she she was like, "Oh my God, where'd you get that?" And you know, I told her, "You know, it's, it's our friends. Uh, they uh, got it at celebration, and they were nice enough to send it down to us." And so, yeah, Bitey became quite the conversation piece all day. Um, you know, everybody wanted to know how we got it, and uh, yeah, people waiting in line for autographs were asking. Uh, so he he was the big hit of the day. Um. So, yeah, Mary was great. Um, got her picture. She signed. It was funny. Um, she had a Freya. You know, if you've never been to a convention, the uh, actors, whether they do voice or live action, you know, they have tons of their publicity picks on the table for you to choose from for them to sign. Uh, I mean, and you, you can tell by her table, she's done so much work. But she had both Freya and Price, and Han picked out Price, you know. So that's what he wanted. He wanted an Imperial. So he's got an autograph of her. And then right next door was Steve Bloom, uh, who has an equally impressive resume. You know, we all know him as Zeb uh, from Rebels. And then he was um, CS515 from the episode The New Trooper. He was the one that uh, the Children of Tahar um, accidentally captured. And then when Kaz decided to... uh, go in disguise as a stormtrooper that Steve Bloom played that character. And I mentioned it on the episode. I thought when I saw the cast list, I thought, Oh man, Steve did this. That's great. Um, so, you know, obviously Han, you know, uh, recognize him as Zeb. He's great with kids. He went right into the Zeb voice and talked to, talk to Han that way. And, um, Han also uh, likes Wolverine. Um, so, uh, he was nice enough to sign both a poster of Zeb 
and which um, <laughs> yeah, Han told you about what he wrote. And then also a um, um, picture of him as Wolverine uh, when he did the voice. So we got a couple autographs from him. Uh, he, he's a super nice guy too. And then, you know, I said, Hey, I really enjoyed when you were on resistance. He's and he, he seemed really appreciative of that. He's like, thank you. And I, you know, um, and as they talked about in the panel later, they like it when, you know, they go to these conventions and people remember them for, uh, you know, certain works that maybe the, the broad public doesn't. Um, so I, yeah, I made sure to tell him I thought he was great as the trooper and he, he appreciated that. So that, that was cool. Like I say, they're, they're both great. And, um, uh, so then we moved over to resistance and, um, Susie McGrath and Christopher Sean were both there. They were both there as part of the promotion for East Tennessee Children's Hospital. So I have to talk about that first. Um, you know, proceed, uh, pro, part of their, um, you know, you, you, you pay for autographs at things like these. Um, but part of the proceeds of their appearance and, like I say, all the donations for playing the games went to the hospital. And uh, my mom was a nurse at the hospital when I was a kid. Uh, so, you know, that, you know, facility was a staple of my childhood. She'd bring me along. But back before the days of direct deposit, you know, she'd have to go pick up her check and all that. And she'd take me with her. So, you know, I just got used to going to that hospital, even if I wasn't sick or anything, but, you know, they do so much for the area. And, uh, it's not just Knoxville. Um, I went to pharmacy school north of here in Johnson city at East Tennessee state. And I had a rotation at Johnson city medical center and did a pediatric rotation. So, you know, I saw the kids there and some of them, you know, if it was serious enough, had to be sent down to children's hospital because it was the, it's the prominent, um, you know, medical center for pediatrics here in East Tennessee. Uh, it's very important to us. It's a big part of our community. Um, you know, they do fundraisers like this all the time uh, with donations. Um, so the fact that Susie and Christopher were both here and the 501st, it meant a lot to me. And I made sure to tell them that. Um, I, was, I was like, thank you for coming and helping the hospital because of what it means to us. And then uh, just this morning, Christopher put a Instagram video out of uh, he and the five first went to the hospital to greet some kids and, um, you know, make their days happier. Uh, yeah, I just cannot express how much I appreciate them doing that. So, uh, on a personal note, that was why this was really special. Not just because we got to meet the, the resistance people. Uh, it was, it was why they were here. And, um, you know, actually I, I paid for, Christopher and Susie to like paid for an autograph for me and I paid for an autograph um, for little Han so that we could each have one. But I was more than glad to give them, you know, the money I said, you know, I want this, you know, it's going to a good cause. So I'm glad to do this. Um, so thank them for coming and supporting um, our community and the children's hospital. That's uh, very important. Now, as far as just, being cool people who are involved with Star Wars, Christopher and Susie are awesome. Um, <laughs> now, Bitey, Bitey got, I, th I think he was excited to see Christopher again because of, he jumped right out of little Han's hands and uh, onto Christopher uh, when we walked up to meet him. And uh, yeah, he, he messaged me on uh, Instagram later and said that had him rolling hell, couldn't keep Bitey under control. Um, and yeah, they, they were, I, 
it, it was great to meet him. He, he, he is such a nice dude. And, um, yeah, he, he, he's great with the kids. Um, if you, if you follow him, you know, he's got, he's got stepkids. Um, he, he's a great parent and you could tell just by the way he was interacting with my son and I'm, you know, appreciate that. Um, but yeah, he was, he, he signed, uh, uh, a cast action figure. So now we have, um, Von Rag and Kaz on the shelf together, you know, cause we met Lex Lang back in February. Yeah, hopefully I can add to that collection because yeah, they were both uh, very nice to do that. We got some cool pictures to hang up. Um, yeah, Christopher's great. And then we met Susie, and uh, she is she she's just fun. Uh, she, she she's really cool. Um, yeah, she was she couldn't believe that Bidey was there either. She liked seeing him. Um, but yeah, we got autographs from her. There's no Tam, I'm still mad there's no Tam figure because I would have loved for her to sign the Tam figure, but you know, couldn't do that. Um, but you know, I had a chance to talk to her, and um, you know, if, if you've followed the show long enough, you know that I thought that Tam, spoilers, I thought that Tam was going to be the first order spy or revealed to be the first order spy at the end of season one. You know, it turns out she wasn't, but that she was you know, made her decision to go with them. And I, I you know, I, I, since I had the chance, I told Susie, um, well, I asked her, I said, um, when did you find out during the production that she was going to join the first order? And she said, not until that episode. I said, well, the way you, you know, I made sure to tell her the way you played it all season made me think that she, you, you were the spy and all that. And so, you know, I made sure to commend her on her performance because she, you know, what she did throughout the season was just amazing. Uh, and I've talked about that on the reviews and all that. Um, so I'm glad I got a chance to tell her that. And, um, well, I have, I have another Susie story, but I'll save it. So anyway, we met them and, um, you know, it, got to spend some time just talking to them. And I, you know, appreciated that. Uh, we went out to lunch, uh, went out to the food truck. Um, and then we went over to the other hall. That's when I looked at the vendors and little Han bought his Legos. And then the other person we got to meet was Greg Griffin. Um, and she, you talk about somebody who's done a lot of work. She's, I mean, you know, you looked at her table and her pictures and you lost count. Like she's played Daphne on Scooby-Doo and she played Wonder Woman and DC superhero girls and all these other characters. And then, um, you know, she was, um, standing in front of her table and, you know, greeting all the kids and uh, a lot of, a lot of little girls wanted to see her. And that was cool. But Han walked up and, um, you know, she was like, Oh, uh, who, uh, you know, who do you, who do you like? And, you know, as far as, you know, like who, which of her characters is his favorite. And he was like Moz and she started doing the Moz voice. You know, that's what, that's what's cool about all these people, obviously Christopher and Susie, you know, to kind of do their own voices, their natural voices on the show. But, you know, all these other people who have create, you know, have to create voices for them. They just jumped right into them when they talked to them. And then that's really sweet. So she was talking like Moz and uh, from Lego star Wars. And that was cool. And then I mentioned, I said, we also know you from Freemakers as Nare. And she said uh, that she loved that role because it was more of her natural voice. She didn't have to do as much with it and she could kind of be creative. So yeah, she liked that too. And 
Um, she actually did, and she pointed it out, that she did a lot of the background characters on all the Lego Star Wars shows. So, you know, she's a staple of that. So, you know, I'm glad we got to meet her for that reason. Um, but then, you know, like I say, she had all these pictures of Daphne, Wonder Woman, and everybody else on the table. And she said, well, I'm sorry, I don't really have a Moss picture or anything like that. Nothing Star Wars. But she had a box of extra photos. And she said, well, let's look. And so she goes through the box. And sure enough, she has a little stack of Moss uh, from Lego Star Wars. So she signed that. Um, so that was nice of her to take the time to, uh, you know, go through and find one uh, that Han will love to have on his wall. Um, so she was great. Uh, yeah, I can't say enough about just how good these people are and how friendly they were and welcoming to uh, my son. You know, I'm a Star Wars fan, obviously. I was geeking geeking out the whole time, but it was, it was about him and, and the fun he had and meeting them. So, you know, I'd, that was that was great to see. Oh, um, let me see. Talked about vendors and all the celebrities and just walking around. I mean, there was just such amazing cosplay. Um, so many Scoops Ahoy employees. That was great. And um, there was a really awesome, uh, there's a guy dressed as Bender and then, you know, two police officers, um, you know, with their lightsaber-esque batons. Uh, they were walking around. There was a good Hellboy. Um, yeah, just, yeah, people just went all out. And, you know, Han got compliments on his costume uh, yeah, these conventions are great. Um, and, I, and I told him later, I said, hey, there's ones bigger than this. And when you're when you're older, we'll go to those two. There's also a Fanboy Expo Halloween edition coming. They're going to do another one in October, like a smaller version. Um, I'm not sure yet who all is coming. If there's anybody with Star Wars, obviously we'll try to meet them. But, um, you know, may have another chance later this year. So, um, yeah, we ended the day with the Q&A. And I'll close it with that. Now, like I say, I did put the Q&A on my Twitter, um, where I tried to be really concise about um, everything they talked about. So I'll just kind of run through a little bit of it, because, you know, it was a lot of just general questions that each of them could answer. Um, and I will say, um, I recorded it, but you know, just so I could transcribe it later. Um, Han was, especially since he had met them all, it was um, Christopher, Susie, Mary, and Steve. Uh, since he had met them all, he felt very friendly with them. And, you know, we sat on the front row so I could get pictures and audio. Um, he liked to, t to talk to them while they were up on stage. And they were great. They, um, you know, would respond back to him and ask him, they asked him, you know, like how old he was. And because uh, Steve uh, answering this one question was talking about, you know, you, you do Star Wars for so long and, you know, I'm eight, eight years old. And then Hans to me is like, he's eight, you know, because he, he doesn't really understand it. And then, you know, Steve looked back at him and said, uh, uh, he said, are you eight? And then Mary's like, how old are you? You know, and he tells me six. And so, yeah, they, they were great. They interacted and, um, and then, like, about halfway through, Mary, uh, you know, Bitey was getting fidgety in Han's hands, and um, Mary kind of nudged Susie, and I, I couldn't see her mouthing, like, did you did you see what they brought? And, you know, yeah, they, all day, they were awesome. Um, so, so the audio is a little bit unusable, <laughs> just because Han was trying to talk to them so much, and, um, you know, there was a good, which, by the way, there was a good crowd in there, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of good questions, um, but it was, it was still intimate enough where they could 
uh, banter with us and it wasn't like really disruptive or anything. Uh, so it was just a fun time. Uh, so, you know, they were asked like, you know, what's it like hearing your voices come to life? Um, uh, yeah, I like what Steve said. Um, you know, Star Wars is different from other shows he's worked on because you meet the animators, you meet the sound guys, you meet everyone who's involved with the process. And that doesn't always happen. Sometimes you just go in, record your lines and you're done. But Star Wars is more of a family thing. They kept emphasizing that. Um, you know, they talked about favorite moment and anything you've worked on. And, and that, that's when they really, uh, like I mentioned previously, where they were talking about going to the conventions and talking to people and finding out what they loved about what you do. And that, that's what they really enjoyed. Um, I need to watch it, apparently. But they, they talked a lot about Cowboy Bebop, which both Mary and Steve worked on in the... Well, it was originally a 90s prog- uh, show, um, but they both worked on it. And um, yeah, uh, Christopher cited that as something uh, like an animated show that he really loved because he, he, he admitted that he was new to animation. He's only done live action, so he had to be coached on how to do it. And, um, uh, some, of, some of this is some of the stuff they talked about at the celebration panel. Um, you know, they were saying, you know, they have like eight to 10 people in the room recording at a time to do the, do it ensemble. And that Jason Hightower, i.e. Captain Doza is uh, very loud. He's the cut up of the group. Um, <laughs> and then Steve jokes. Um, yeah. And we have snacks now too. And then Han said, I want a snack. And Steve said, well, you'll have to work on resistance in, in the Zeb voice. Yeah. That, that's, oh, yeah. Hey, six. What are you going to do? Yeah, like I say, they were all great. Um, uh, they talked about the accents, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Christopher and Susie are doing their own voices, but, um, you know, they were asked about how they choose the accents. Um, Steve said that Zeb was an admittedly bad British accent, but they wanted it to be another worldly character so that they could get away with it. But they tried other ones. They tried, you know, Cockney, Australian, just whatever to see, see if something that works. Uh, Mary said with Price, you know, Imperials are English. So she just channeled Peter Cushing as a domineering woman. And um, that Freya being Russian, uh, she thought of Her- Helen Mirren from 2010. Um, uh, they talked about uh, with Star Wars, you get multiple takes. Like Christopher and Mary both talked about, uh, you know, you, you can read, you get two takes right off the page, and then you know, kind of get to do whatever you want for third takes if it works better. And that Josh Brenner, Niku. Uh, is the great improviser of the group. You know, she said, well, we'll do two lines as written. Then I'll say, Josh proceed and let him do whatever. And, uh, um, they didn't get too show specific. Uh, you know, they talked about Tam and her decision to join the first order and they kept joking about, you know, okay, let's not do any spoilers for season two because the chips in her head will explode. And they, Steve later referred to it as the Filoni chip. Um, and you know, the season two premiere, aired at celebration uh, they didn't show it here or anything and i still haven't seen any of it which is fine um but christopher said you know there's a lot of symbolism in that premiere and um yeah, yeah. i expect all your hair to fall out and then a guy who's even more bald than me you know pulled his hat off and said well it already worked you know <laughs> like I say great banter um you know, they, they were asked, you know, what would they do, be doing if not in acting? Um, Susie was, said she'd be a chef or nutritionist, a manual laborer. Um, she likes doing hands-on stuff. Christopher would be a director. He told this awesome story about uh, his dad was in the Navy, and he, he would, you know, since he'd be gone for so long, he'd record 
VHS tapes of him reading stories to, to his kids and then send those back so they could be read to by him. And then they would record their reactions and send it back. So Christopher kind of directed the videos and, um, that they sent to his dad. And that was really sweet. Um, Mary likes photography. She used to be a singer in a group called Silent Hill. And then uh, <laughs> Steve, if you don't know, uh, Steve um, and Mary are in um, a couple. And uh, I don't know if it's been, they, they, he mentioned that they're uh, engaged now. I don't know if that's public knowledge, but maybe they said it there. Um, so good for them. They're, they're a great couple. Um, he said he'd just be in a hammock watching Mary take pictures. Um, so I got to my question, which, uh, if you have listened to my guest appearance on jam transmissions, uh, we, we talked about Tam and her decision to join the first order and the guys wanted me to ask her this. So I brought it up in the Q and a, um, you know, it was clear that Tam didn't know that the first order had destroyed Hosnian prime and committed this mass genocide when she made the decision to leave. So I asked her, I said, if Tam had known that, would she have made her choice to go? And you know, Susie was really caught by surprise. She was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She kept repeating that. She's like, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's all circumstantial. She didn't know. And um, she, she mentioned that she was, you know, a method actor as far as that goes. Like she, she didn't have that knowledge when she recorded her stuff. Um, and I said, you know, uh, that I didn't want to ask, um, you know, does she find out because that would spoil something in season two perhaps. But um so there you go, Josh and Peter. There's um, there's the answer she gave me. Um, oh, they talked about favorite scenes. Um, Christopher talked about how much he prepared for the where Cass has to watch Hosnian Prime being destroyed. That he went all out with it and actually had to go out and cry a couple of times. Um, Mary. Oh, here here's some good juicy tidbit. Mary mentioned um, it was that she enjoyed having Leia, the character, on the show, and. Um, and she said, I met Carrie once. Um, she was draped across the table covered in glitter, signing things because that was Carrie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I miss her. Rest in peace, Carrie. Um, and then Mary did say, um, having some iconic characters come into our universe was pretty amazing. More to come to, so season two should be fun. Um, oh, so who's that going to be? Finn, Ray, you know, anybody like that? We don't know. Kylo? We'll have to find out. Uh, that was one of the teases they dropped. And then Steve, you know, like I said, he was the that one trooper. He said, I only did the one episode. My favorite scene was when I got hit on the head. Um, and uh, talking about favorite scenes, it kept going. Um, Mary said she's she also liked directing uh, Josh Brenner to say, I love food as many times as possible. Uh, and she's like, okay, do it. I like food. I love food. I like food. I love food. And I instantly thought of Jonah Marie Macias um, and her wonderful Jeff. Um, they were starting to get really fun with their answers at this point. And then Christopher Sean said, the cool thing though, is when Lucasfilm finds an actor they like, they work with them a lot. And then gave us this look. And then Mary went, Ooh, that's a spoiler. I don't know if he meant that he's going to do maybe a character on the Mandalorian or a, voice cast and something else, or if he filmed his cameo in the rise of Skywalker yet, but all the whole audience went, Oh, I, I can't say for sure what he meant, but uh, my guess is, and I've talked about it on the show before. My guess is resistance characters will show up in the rise of Skywalker and that he filmed maybe a cockpit scene in the fireball or something. Um, 
so we'll see that, but that was the big bombshell of the, um, <laughs> of the day. Uh, but from there, they, um, you know, just talked about favorite movie, uh, favorite Star Wars movies, favorite characters. Um, that's on my Twitter. Um, but I'll leave it at that. Uh, but that was our day at fanboy expo. Um, the last cool thing that happened was, uh, you know, once they got up from the panel and, you know, I got one last chance to thank them for coming. And then, um, also got to thank Susie for something else. Um, she, when, when they was announced that they were coming, I, um, you know, sent her a message on, uh, Instagram and said, Hey, we can't wait to see you guys. Uh, if you need any suggestions on where to eat in town, let me know. She said, yeah, pl- please. So my wife and I came up with a list of ideas for them. And, um, but then when I met her at the booth, she, um, uh, gave me an envelope and said, here, here's something for you uh, as a thank you. So I looked at it when we were having lunch and it was a uh, picture of Tam, uh, but autographed by Susie and to me and, you know, thanking me for being a supporter of the show from day one. And, um, uh, that, that just meant a lot to me. Uh, it, it's going on the shelf right next to Myrna's autograph that she sent me. Um, <laughs> these are just tremendous people and I'm so grateful for the interactions we've had, but that, that for Susie to do something so personal, it was very nice of her. She's an awesome person. Um, thank you, Susie. Um, so I got to, I, since I, I'd seen it, I thanked her for it before she left the panel. Um, so, but that was our day and it, it was incredible. Yeah. Other than like the, the release dates of each movies, um, this and going to Hollywood studios and doing all the star Wars stuff. I mean, that's like some of the greatest days of my life, especially since I got to share it with my son and watch his interaction with actual people who do star Wars. I can't trade that enough. I wouldn't, I mean, well, I wouldn't trade that for anything. Um, just the look on his face all day of the joy he was having and the joy I was having. It was great. So thank you everyone. Um, so that was fanboy expo. I'll be back with more episodes as we get ready for, uh, so much this fall resistance season two is coming. The Mandalorian is coming fallen order, the rise of Skywalker, so many books, uh, and comics. Um, I'm going to keep going with it, but as I said, uh, this marks the first anniversary of the show. I started it because, I'd listened to a podcast for Star Wars, and I thought, man, that'd be a lot of fun to do. I, I honestly started as a hobby, just just to see if I could. And I was like, you know what? If I don't get an audience, that's okay. I just want to do it. Um, and here I am a year later, and I just finished having personal interactions with people of the show that I review, and... You know, previously I sent the action figure to the actress who was on the show, and she sent me an autograph back and then thanked me for it on the live Star Wars show. Uh, yeah, uh, it's been, the last year has been surreal. Um, I, like I say, I, I did it as a hobby. I did not expect to get to this point where I'm on a interactive point with uh, the people involved with the show. But I think the thing about it that's most enjoyable is that 
I can tell them directly how much I'm enjoying their work. Um, that, that's what's most important is that I, you know, not just the actors, but the producers and the creators, I can tell them, Hey, you've done something very special. And, um, I'm thankful. My son is thankful that we have a quality Star Wars product to um, to watch each week. So, yeah. Um, before I go, I, I, I do want to send out some thank yous to people who have gotten me to this point. Um, my friend and fellow South Doyle Cherokee, Nathaniel Rutherford, was the one who told me which software to use, what, what equipment to buy to start up a podcast, and he, his information was invaluable. Uh, my friend Jason Swain uh, was the one who taught me about branding, you know, coming up with an identity for the show and, you know, having a brand name and, you know, getting it out there on different platforms. Uh, Slate Design uh, was a local company. They're the ones who came up with my logo. And I thank them for that. Uh, my friend John Reed was the one who suggested I uh, use uh, Anchor as a platform, um, and it's been great as far as like building the episodes. And then my friends uh, Russell Smith and Mark Nagy um, gave me gave me some tips on fine tuning that. Again, thank you to Myrna Velasco for a shout out on the Star Wars show at Celebration. Um, getting getting the name out there, I, did, I didn't you know I didn't intend for that to happen, but I was just trying to do a nice thing for her. So thank you, Myrna. And uh, thank you to Susie and, uh, McGrath and Christopher Sean for the intros to the show. Uh, um, they were gracious enough to do that. I made an extra donation to the Children's Hospital um, in return. So thank them for, uh, for, for um, the intro to the show. Uh, thank you to Joan Marie Macias for being my first uh, guest. And she's been, been on more than once. I'm always grateful to her. Thank you to uh, Peter and Josh and Eden uh, for having me on. Uh, Jam Transmissions as my first guest appearance and for um, uh, Bitey, our mascot. And um, thank you to the listeners. Um, I've got some loyal listeners and I appreciate that. I do. I don't want to start naming names because I'm afraid I'll leave somebody out. You know who you are. You're the ones who uh, retweet and like the post. Uh, get get my name out there. Like I said, it was a hobby wasn't really concerned about number of listeners, but those of you who do listen loyally, I am eternally grateful. So thank you so much. Um, thank you to everybody who's made it possible to keep going with this and for us to have a lot of fun with it. And um, I will be back very soon with a new episode. But that wraps up one year. I'm going to keep going with it. Um, again, Resistance is uh, a show that has become very, very personal to me, and I love it and hope for or joy out of it. Until next time, uh, you can find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Radio Dakar, R-A-D-I-O-D-Q-A-R. On um, SoundCloud and Anchor, just about all of them. Um, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, Overcast, you can find the Radio Dakar episodes. Uh, feel free to drop me a line, let you know what, what you thought of it. Um, but thank you again for listening all year and for um, hopefully a while to come until the next episode. May the force be with you.